the complications and effects of COVID I have seen and treated firsthand outweighs the possible unknown risk of the vaccine. What are you getting? Well, I'm getting a bounce, mm -hmm. um, but there's a lightness within it as well. Interesting. Yeah. Hold you on, know, just, honey, it's a yeah. very tricky color, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Terry and I worship it's an unconventional deity, the power of another dimension. Now, you're not going to read about this dimension in a book or in a magazine or uh, in a newspaper uh, because it doesn't exist anywhere except in my own mind. Well, Happy New Year. Ding, ding. I need my dinger. It's over here across the room. Holy cow. It's broken. Wait. It's 2021. We survived 2020. Can you believe it? Uh, well, I don't know. No. Really? This is the David Allen Show. David, how are you? You're live uh, from your house. Perfect. Yeah. You know, in the spirit of 2020, <laughs> we're doing this remotely. <laughs> <clears throat> it's perfect. Even though I had it, but I still need a vaccine. Have you got right? your shot yet? That's the question. Uh, well, I'm not 106, so. <laughs> we do have a, a special New Year's guest with us uh, in studio across the room. You won't be able to, well, no one will see him. Uh, Lee is with us. How are you? Hello. How's we it going? Good. We tried to get old, I'll refrain. Oh, Jay on the show, <laughs> uh, but he declined because apparently he had to do something with family. Today is January 1, 2021. And you know what? I've heard today, hindsight is actually 2020. It, Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> that failed. <laughs> All right. Um, clever though. That was clever. You know, say what you will. What uh, what's going on with your uh, world up there? You worked today, yeah? Yes, you, oh, I are, did. Does that make you a hero? Uh, well, that's not the only reason why I'm a hero. There are a multitude of reasons mm -hmm. why I'm I'm a hero and better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I survived. I'm glad we sorted that out. <laughs> you I survived COVID. That makes. Okay, so how long did I'm that take you to do? One of the twenty million. One of the twenty million. We uh, we talked about that when it happened, or right after you got. I don't know if you got saved or what you got out of it, um, but we talked about your experience. You're now what? Two months out? Three months out from that experience? Uh, well, three months ago I was in the midst of it. Okay, <clears throat> what are you still having symptoms? Are you still suffering? from long-term effects of this m miserable virus? Well, uh, one long-term effect <clears throat> is uh, taste. I'd, I haven't gotten my total taste back yet. No, I'm talking about effects of the virus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have taste before. <laughs> right, no. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to say you it. You know, when you're, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Is someone calling you? Hello. Come on, put that phone on on block. What? Unless it's important. Um, it's just my better half. Well, you know, if we need to stop <laughs> the show for that, we certainly can. Nobody no. will be upset much. Uh, 
No, go ahead. In uh, <clears throat> New Mexico, this, this story. Is a case no, stop. This story coming out of WCAX3, um, which is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. KOAT, a New Mexico man fought the law for the right, okay, for the right to touch his wife, and he appears to have won. A state judge ruled to change a health order that has forced the couple apart during the COVID-19 pandemic. The story of Gary Hine and Anne Severine is one of love, isolation, loneliness, and a pandemic. The couple of more than three decades lives in the same care facility in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hine in independent living and Severine in memory care. Before the COVID-19 pandemic hit, Hine would visit his wife multiple times per day, comforting and caring for her. Quote, I know that if the tables were turned, she would be caring for me. She's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life, he said. But then this spring, a state health order kicked in that meant the two were no longer allowed to touch each other. Quote, it is a loss. Her isolation and my isolation run in parallel, he said. The loving husband took part in a lawsuit in which he claimed his constitutional rights were violated and both his health and that of his wife had declined. He said nursing home staff, even employees who had been exposed to COVID-19, were allowed near her, but he wasn't, even though he repeatedly, he had... He's repeatedly been tested for the virus. A state judge sided with him, saying New Mexico's current health order is too broad. I'm assuming he's talking about the order and not the governor. Uh, The state has three weeks. You call him fat? (laughs) Him? Did you call the governor (laughs) fat? (laughs) The state has three weeks to get back to the judge with changes or continue to fight it in court. A statement for for the State Department said the case is still ongoing and would not comment. So there might be something to that. Um, can or sh- oh, can they're proving that they can at least for a minute? Should the government be allowed to separate people because of this emergency thing? Well, I would think that in this case, uh, this I mean, this to say that this should even go to court is ridiculous. <clears throat> if two people want to uh be close to one another then fine you know why not put them in the either in the same room in this care but she's facility. in memory care which means she can't be allowed anywhere else uh according i mean really right well that's not necessarily the case it depends upon uh what her uh how she presents with it i mean is she bedridden I don't know this. It, yeah, it it doesn't say, but if she's not an escape risk, um, you know, have them in the same the same room. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if uh, there should be special dispensations for people, so supposedly masks work. Isn't that what we've been told? Mm. That masks eventually work? we were told. Yes, 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 yes. So, oh, so they should be sure, able just to wear a mask and they're good. Yeah. But it's the touching should, part. Apparently, the touching. Why is that? I don't know. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
that's another uh, ridiculous one. I don't know. I think I sent you an article about that, about uh, COVID-19 on, um, you know, people have been disinfecting. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, surfaces and everywhere. Surfaces yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> everywhere. Just um, bathing in Clorox. Which, yeah. th- you know what? Trump said that, <laughs> a version of that, they claimed, and they freaked out. Yeah. And yet... Well. Carry and on. yet, Carry they on. don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> no, is no, this woman Mitchell. is, is quite she uh, in mental capacity to to uh, make decisions? Is she? It would assume as though she isn't, only because this is the he's the only guy that is quoted in this, and you know he's like, if the tables were turned, she would do the same for me. I'm sure. So. There's a good chance she is not in a state to make that decision, but he, but if, rightly if so, probably has. Somebody has power of attorney or is a guardian for her, and I would imagine it would be him, mm-hmm. or if they have children, one of their children. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> And so what's their concern, that he's going to get her sick? The concern is that the governor of New Mexico is smarter than everyone else, and you must obey her every order. That's the concern. Yeah. Just like in Oregon, com- Comrade Kate Brown um, is livid because there are several smaller town mayors and their city governor, like the governments in the cities, that are encouraging businesses to open up. And she is mad. Well, the, you be aware, you don't have the authority to do that. You can't override my orders. Well, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure there's going to be some repercussion, but so uh, what's going to happen? She going to uh, I don't know. Send sick out the, the cops? Maybe guard? I don't know. <clears throat> Find them. It's probably going to come down to withholding of funds from the state level to the city. I, I, it's got to be. I don't know what else it could be because I know yeah, that that's... she doesn't have. It, I mean, it's not a dictatorship as far as I could tell. Have you um, been there? <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, when it comes to funds, um, does is she the one who has the prerogative? The legislature to... in Oregon is controlled by the left big time, and so they and they all love Kate Brown. They're mm-hmm. on her side, as far as I know. Well, then I think that uh, these people should love what you get. Then <laughs> you've decided that you want to be. Yeah. An extreme left-leaning uh, state, so love what you get. <clears throat> and shut up. It all comes down yeah. to liability from a state's per- you know, perspective. If she allows this interaction, she's liable for allowing it if she becomes sick. That's Who, the opinion. old lady? Or the, the state it, it, is it, liable if... She allows the interaction. So is this uh, emergency order strictly just to cover the butts of the governor and the yeah, state government? Yeah, but you can't sue the state. Right, yeah, the states are exempt from, from litigation. Yeah. Let's put it the other way. What if she would allow it and the woman becomes sick? Well, then, and, and my thought is comes down to the the private entity that she's housed in. But you you would have to you would have to prove in court that that person is I would think that that person is the one who got her sick. Mm. 
which no. according to the the husband or the partner um she has been in contact with numerous covid you know af- affected staff members staff, right they'll come yeah. in no problem but he's not allowed to and so to me it it's a protocol problem that is the the home has instituted based on the governor's edict and she's miserable like the governor in new mexico is a horrible person she is shutting things down all across the board except in walmart you know it would be really interesting if you could um pick up the leadership and this uh the general fear that people have now and transport it back to um uh December of 91, or I'm sorry, of 41, or January of 42, <clears throat> to see if we would even go into World War II. <clears throat> Explain that some more. What do you mean? Well, I mean, they're so afraid that people are going to get sick and die, that one person might die, mm-hmm. that it's it's a tragedy, and it is a tragedy if anybody dies. hmm um, but they don't use that same logic when it comes to, uh, uh, traffic laws, uh, to the speed limit, you could, you could, uh, eliminate the vast majority of all traffic fatalities. If you lower the speed limit to five miles an hour <clears throat> or, um, we couldn't get so Amazon that- next day prime though. Well, that's true. Uh, and that that's but, more important than someone's life. So, well, but I mean, there's tons of things that you could do to eliminate um, uh, a lot of the um, risk factors. Mm-hmm. But people have deemed it worth um, being able to drive at 60 or 65 or 70 or 75 to get someplace quickly or to get uh, goods two other people in a quick uh manner mm-hmm. um they they value i mean it's a trade off and so they've decided people obviously are okay with um uh people dying on the highways uh theoretically and actually because of the speed limit mm-hmm. you could I mean, there are so many things that you could you could do. There's so many laws you could put into place to eliminate fatalities. But what is the repercussion? The repercussion is is you lose a tremendous amount of your freedom. So it's a trade off. Um, But what we have now with this pandemic uh, uh, is they have said that the few people that die or get really sick from a pandemic is not um is uh, uh alleviating that or eliminating the risk is um is worth eliminating a bunch of freedoms that we do have but well, they're but they're it's a pretext it is. Uh, because they want to fundamentally reshape Correct, our society right. and the society of the world. But one of the things they use, like what were we told from the beginning and still to this day, what are we told about transmission of this virus? I mean, how, how is it transmitted? 
uh, airborne. By whom? Um, communists. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, by I mean it, it's transmitted. The dangerous part is asymptomatic spread. You have this thing, you don't know it, and you're killing grandma because you don't know you have the sickness, and you're just out oh. there breathing all over people without a mask okay. on. So you're killing everyone. That, that's what we've been told for, what, 10 months now? Almost? It's asymptomatic spread. That's, what, that's why we quarantined the healthy, which is stupid. Well, turns out, November 20th, I think. Um, let me find this date. Yeah, November 20th, it was published in the Nature Communications <clears throat> um, a, a study of almost 10 million people in Wuhan, China found that asymptomatic spread of COVID-19 did not occur at all, thus undermining the need for lockdowns, which are built on the premise of the virus being unwittingly spread by infectious, asymptomatic people. That's what we've been told forever. Ask Comrade Walls in your state. Oh, oh you got to wear this mask. Kate Brown over there in Oregon said, I wear my mask so I don't kill you accidentally. What in the world? Published in November in the scientific journal Nature Communications, uh, the paper was compiled by 19 scientists, mainly from Haozhong University of Science and Technology in Wuhan, but also from the scientific institutions across China, as well as in the UK and Australia. It focused on the residents of Wuhan, ground zero for COVID-19, where 9,899,828 people took part in a screening program between May 14th and June 1, which provided clear results as to the possibility of any asymptomatic transmission of the virus. Asymptomatic transmission has been the underlying justification of lockdowns enforced all across the world. The most recent guidance from the Centers for Disease Control here still states that the virus, quote, can be spread by people who do not have symptoms. In fact, the CDC claimed that asymptomatic people, quote, are estimated to account for more than 50% of transmissions. UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock also promoted this message, explaining that the concept of asymptomatic spread of COVID-19 led to the UK advocating masks and referring to the problem of asymptomatic transmission. And that's just... Now, unless we don't buy what they say from China, which maybe is a safe bet. I still think it mass work, washing your hands work, isolation works. But if you don't get a check from the government, or if you're not subsidized, your economy's not subsidized, and you can't turn to anybody for relief, you have to go back to work. And that's from a liberal perspective. They want that that need to you know to provide. Because really, if the if there's no printing of money and there's not trillions of dollars to lean on, and you just have to go back to work, everybody go back to work. It's created this monster. So, are you implying that if there was no bailout from the government, they would for people would just disregard the the orders and just go back to work? Yeah, if you didn't get any relief, what are you going to do mm-hmm. to feed your family? Well, but we're told, we're commanded that we're not essential unless we're told we are. That's why they're in the position. They can mandate lockdowns, and then here's a token mm-hmm. to help you survive. $600, you're good. Now shut up, slave, go home. I'm going to get paid $114,000 over the last 10 months as a congressperson. 
but you're not. You're not Ooh. valuable. Oh, wow. What? Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> you s- okay, I'm following you, and you go, and I'm going to get paid $114,000, and you ended with the congressperson. So I'm yes. sitting there going, you got paid what? I wish. <laughs> See, I need to. we, we got to run for office if we want to get that guaranteed check. <clears throat> so asymptomatic spread is apparently, according to this study of almost 10 million people, didn't occur. So are we to surmise that they are wrong? It's all made up gibberish because it's um, our CDC doesn't say it and our governments don't agree. Well, it's it's very hard for me to believe that um, they don't have a vested interest. Who? The powers Who? that Who? be. The deep state, if you want to, or, you know. Mm-hmm. However you want to define it, uh, the 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 power behind the power wants everything to be locked down because then you can institute things and then if you give them uh, a token um, to allow them to potentially get by or, or a bunch of them get by, um, if you can make it so that you can't get evicted, at least not yet. Um, you can, you can keep the doors closed. You can, um, you can do what they're doing right now. Um, with the, with the whole idea of a getting Trump out of office, um, and, uh, to also fundamentally change how we do things. So is that the um, goal? <clears throat> oh, I think so. Like, like for instance, a World Economic Forum is mm-hmm. promoting the Great Reset. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, they're not. Just ask the New York Times. That's a joke. Ha, conspiracy theory. That's what they said. They they did? Yeah. It's, you can, uh-huh. ha, there's no Great Reset. Ha, you're dumb. Uh-huh. Oh, so sorry. anyways, <clears throat> as I was saying, <laughs> um, there is no other, I, I can't, I cannot for a, for a second believe that these people are that stupid, that they would actually, because they've demonstrated time and again that they will lie to manipulate people. You're talking about the, the powers behavior. that be. The powers that be. The Fauci's of the world. The Fauci's. Is Trump um, in that people. camp, or is he still well, is he an think, outsider? Well, I think he's probably an outsider, but I don't think that he is um, against perhaps bending the truth or doing outright, outright lies in order to promote what he thinks should be done. Well, now, he's no different than the rest of them. You're right. In that sense. Yeah. But, I mean, he is a billionaire um, in New York City. No, he's not. No, once we see his taxes, he won't be a billionaire. He's going to be poor. So he'll he'll be poor then. (laughs) Right. But That's what they say. Okay. (laughs) Just ask old old Pocahontas. But he's dealt with real estate in New York City, which means he's had to deal with the mob. Which means he, Um, right, and he's also bought all the politicians. Yeah. So he... He, at least in the past, 
That's my assumption. Anyway. Had... I don't want to. I don't want to like indict. Well, how could you not? I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. There's no way that you couldn't. Yeah. Um, and so in the so. I can't believe that he wouldn't be against lying or, you know, manipulating people to get what he what he thinks needs to get done. <clears throat> Doctor- and even if even if you believe, which you know it could be true, that uh, when he became president, he decided to that he's he's going to do it so that he can make an impact on a positive impact on the nation. I still don't think that he would have any problem lying or manipulating people to, to get things done. So, yeah. So I don't think he's any better. Um, Do you think his, uh, sense, his end is different? Well, yeah. For, I mean, for sure, for sure. Like, I don't, I don't think that he is part of the deep state because if he was, the <laughs> he wouldn't vitriol. be pushing at any of this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But that being said, um, they want to. I, I mean, it's obvious they want to to change America mm-hmm. so that it it doesn't look anything like what it has in the past. And all you have to do is watch the news. All you have to do is watch the propaganda and the marketing like you said of uh of the vaccine um or the different vaccines it 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 doesn't it's not hard to know that they are um they're doing everything they can to including lying manipulating propaganda uh stealing the election uh to push the country in a certain direction. I mean, it's obvious. And if you don't think that it's obvious, I don't know what to say. Uh, I mean, it, that's your opinion. Well, is but, this just cognitive dissonance on their part? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, but the fact that people are willing to allow 30 40% of all restaurants to go out of business or whatever it's going to be. Not willing, Every... like championing. Like it, it's yeah. actually, it, they, they're applauding the decision. They and want mo- things shut down. Movie, movie theaters. Oh, they're being, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, so la- last night, last night was New Year's Eve. Yep. Um, there were two movies in the theater in our, in our town. Um, the Wonder Woman and um, News of the World. Okay. So we went to go see News of the World. My me, my two boys and two of the boys and uh, my mother. <clears throat> Wonder Woman is in the show. Nobody else was in that theater. In either theater. I did not see because when we left I glanced at the the che- it's a small town. I glanced at the check-in sheet. Ours were the only marks on that sheet. They had two movies out. Nothing. This is this is small town America. We're not in urban area. We're not locked down. Yeah. But they just no one went out. New Year's Eve, no one came to a movie. Yep. They're all yep. blow boing. <laughs> it, it was crazy though. But Fauci says this is from a story from today, this morning, on the New York Post. 
that he's, uh, he says mandatory COVID-19 vaccines are possible for travel and school, which I, this is no surprise. Um, he said it's possible that COVID-19 vaccines will become mandatory in order to travel to other countries or attend school. Everything will be on the table for discussion, he said. Um, that it's not up to me to make a decision, but added that these are all things that will be discussed under the Biden administration. I'm not sure the COVID-19 vaccine going to be uh, mandatory from a central government standpoint, like federal government mandates, he said. Um, he added that's sure that some individual institutions will require the shot. Well, some already require a flu shot in order to work there, so that's not abnormal in my mind. Um, a citywide school system might require in some cities, but not other cities. And that's what I mean by things not being done centrally, but locally, he said. Um, the coronavirus vaccine might also become required by other countries to go there, Fauci said. Quote, so we in this country don't require people to get a yellow fever vaccine when you go someplace. It's the place to which you are going that requires it. That's correct. When I went to Africa back in 2003... I had to have proof of a yellow fever shot. Now, that, I believe, has been changed flying into Uganda. I, last I heard, it could, I, I could be wrong on that. You don't need it to go to Uganda? I did in 03. My understanding is I don't anymore, and I'm not sure. I, I, I remember hearing that from some friends that are over there now. Um but it was a couple of years ago when they said that. So I may have misremembered it. Is that the right word? No. <laughs> Misremember. <laughs> I, I forget. <laughs> Did you hear about scandal in um, Wisconsin? A Wisconsin hospital pharmacist was arrested on Thursday on suspicion of sabotaging more than 500 doses of coronavirus vaccine by deliberately removing them from refrigeration to spoil. Arrested. Why? Why what? Why would you do that? Well, the if pharmacist, a... an employee of Aurora Medical Center in Grafton, Wisconsin. This is from a story from Thomson Reuters Foundation. Um... At the time that 57 vials of vaccine were found left out of cold storage earlier this week, has since been fired but has not been publicly identified. Each vial contains 10 doses. Nearly 60 of the doses in question were administered before hospital officials determined the medication had been left unrefrigerated long enough to render the vaccine ineffective. The remaining 500-plus doses were then discarded. Moderna Inc., maker of the vaccine, has assured the hospital that receiving an injection of any of the doses removed from the refrigeration poses no safety issue other than leaving the recipient unprotected from COVID infection. Neither Aurora Health nor law enforcement offered any possible motive for the sabotage. Those, were, those who received the, inf the ineffective doses have been notified and will be revaccinated. I would be skeptical <laughs> at that point. You just gave me something that maybe was in F. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'll at least wait until the time for the second round. Yeah. The episode means that immunization will be delayed for 570 people who should now ha should by now have received their first shot of the two-dose vaccine. 
Oh, here's a question I have. Pfizer's vaccine is required to be at like 100 and plus something degrees below zero. I thought it was 75 degrees. I don't care. It's way colder than any hospital, especially rural hospital, has capacity for. The Moderna vaccine does not. And yet they both work the same way. How? What in the world is the difference? (laughs) If they're both mRNA vaccines, which they've never, ever been able to make an mRNA vaccine that's effective ever until right now, um, which that's apparently what they tried to do with AIDS, and that worked out. Fauci did that. So did Dr. Burks. They were all involved in the AIDS vaccine, and that worked out. We don't have an AIDS. Why don't we have a vaccine for the cold, which is a coronavirus? Why don't we have that? Uh... Because there's too much cold medicine to be sold. We don't have coronavirus medicine. I don't know. That's just speculation. And, I mean, this is the issue that I have with, um, with the medical field and science in general. Um, uh, there are there have been tons of uh, uh, PhD college professors, physicists, biologists, uh, chemists who have gotten um, didn't get tenure at colleges mm-hmm. because they didn't fo- uh, because they believed in an, in an, in intelligent design. Okay. Um, there, uh, there is a, a clear and present bias against intelligent design in the scientific establishment. Clear bias. Mm-hmm. There is uh, significant information out there that shows that there's no possible way that life could have uh, spontaneously uh, <laughs> combusted or uh, <laughs> come together. Come together. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, and there's there's so uh, there's a, a tremendous amount of information out there that shows that um, evolution the way Darwinian evolution it just it couldn't happen, mm-hmm. um, and yet none of that information makes it into any um, high school uh, textbooks. It's removed or deliberately. Like it's not allowed removed. to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's the same thing with uh, psychology. Um, you have the uh, the uh, what's the uh, the DSM? Isn't that what it's called? Yep. Diagnosis uh, and Statistics Manual or whatever. Yeah. DSM for psych- five. Well, we're yeah. in the five now, right? Yeah. So what was uh, considered mental illness? I mean, obviously, mental illness 20 years ago is now celebrated as something good and pure. <laughs> um, and do, you so, have, do you have an example that comes to mind that you're I don't maybe know. talking about? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so we see this constantly going on in, in uh, the scientific establishment. Mm-hmm in the psychological establishment. Mm -hmm. And then we see what they're doing with 
the coronavirus in the medical establishment. Is there any reason why people don't trust um, pharmaceutical companies that come out and say this vaccine works or that vaccine works or you need to do take this vaccine or you need to take this drug? Is there any reason? So and and so what they do is is they they uh, vilify people who bring up legitimate questions mm-hmm. um, rather than addressing the questions well, yeah, because well, it, they have a purpose. Yeah, they have right. a point. They're trying right. to uh, mold people to think a certain way. Well, it, it's similar to the, the, the God anti God debate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cause the typically the, the, the debates I've listened to over the years, the, the pro God position always comes with data like lots of evidence-based info the for the most part the anti-god position comes at how how dumb do you have to be to believe in that oh you would believe that hominem that yeah oh yeah attacks oh i can't believe you'd be so stupid to believe that and that's kind of the the way it goes and i think it's the same thing because if you question whether a vaccine or a drug, the benefit of it outweighs the risk. If you bring that up, um, well, how dare you question it? That's what you're supposed to do. Just shut up and take it. Just last step, just take the shot. That was our last show. Just yep. take it. Shut up. Don't ask. Just take it. Right. What I found just in, in, insulting to Americans and anyone with a brain, Kamala Harris um, got her shot on national television early this week or something. And Bob Joe did the same. I think Penn, they all do it. All these celebrities that get on, on the television to get their shot in public, they get presented the nice form. And here's the information. Do you want to check it? Oh, yeah. They glance at it. Yep. Good to go. Yep. Yep. No problem. No problem. Yeah. I, I concur with, with the risk. Bull crap. They read it. <laughs> There's no way they read it. So for well, what they're doing is they're showing that when you go to the doctor to get a shot, you're supposed to let them give you the paper and say, yep, we're good. Mm-hmm. Don't question. And that's if, insane. If somebody, if somebody comes up and lies to me one time, anytime they, they say anything to me after that, in my mind, they're suspect. Mm-hmm. Now, they might be right, but I'm not going to take it at face value. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> these, these people... Uh, well, do you remember, um, did I, I don't know if I sent that to you. I, yes, I did. I did send it to you and Jay. I don't know if you watched it, um, but it was Fauci getting um, a shot, getting his vaccine okay. shot. Yeah. Okay. And then a couple days later, he was being interviewed. He got a shot on, I believe, on his left arm. Yeah. And a couple days later, uh, he got interviewed on one of the talking head shows and they asked if he had any uh, side effects. And rather than grabbing his left arm and saying, yeah, it's a little sore still, he grabbed his right arm. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so something like that. Now, maybe he got nervous and he forgot which arm it was in. Um, but if it was sore, all you'd have to do was just flex your muscle and you'd know, and you know, which one mm-hmm. it was sore. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't sore, 
then he's lying to us. Maybe, maybe the video was flipped. Maybe he was on his front facing camera. All the, uh, and uh, yeah, but, it. Uh, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> you could, you could see that the, there, nothing mm. was backwards in mm. terms of lettering or anything mm-hmm. else. <clears throat> um. So, so do we chalk it up to the fact that he's two years older than Joe Biden? He just forgot. Is he that old? Yeah. Huh. Now that also brings in brings to light the fact that maybe Joe Biden is losing it. If this guy who's older than Joe, who's clearly smarter, I mean, there's no question about it, um, is way more lucid than Joe Biden. <laughs> well, apparently not. Uh, <laughs> I guess you're right. I um, guess. But when it comes, to, but the point is, when it comes to all of this, you can't trust anything that they're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, but here's the the other thing is, is that when they say something, you can't automatically say that they're lying either. You don't know. Um, so when they say that this vaccine is effective or and doesn't hurt that mass work or whatever, mm-hmm. um. Unless you see the data, you have to reserve judgment in some sense, or at the very least, not be uh, hugely dogmatic about it. <clears throat> well, how Don't do you let even that... verify that it was the vaccine? What if it's saline? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's 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 another point. Um, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if he got injected with anything. Um, you know. Uh, in uh, TV shows and movies, they have knives that get stabbed into, and but it retracts into the into the handle. No, they well, actually stabbed that guy. <laughs> Clearly, they did. Look at his blood. <laughs> yeah, it's red, so uh-huh. it had to have been. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> but you don't. I mean, you 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 have no idea. Now, r- realistically speaking, I bet he probably did get jabbed. Mm-hmm. But did he get the vaccine? Well, it depends. I don't, you know, I, if I was a betting man, I would bet that he did, but maybe not when not on camera. Mm-hmm. Somewhere else he might have gotten it. Okay. Um, and, if, and if it was uh, a syringe that retracted, um, it might have been just for PR purposes. Well, and here's another thought. Here's something else to think about. <clears throat> Why would they risk? The potential for an actual big time side effect on one of these high profile people on on national television. No one in their right mind is going to allow that. Gets palsy. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way that's going to be allowed. So I mean, this is all propaganda. It's all marketing. But to what end? Is it just to get people to? Well, Joe Biden even said yesterday, "Oh, I got the shot to show people that it's the right thing to do." And, and, and Vice President-elect Harris did the same thing. So that's why we do it? Just to show, look, I got a shot. They pumped some liquid in me. Now you go do it, slave. Well, there's, I mean, there's possibilities. One possibility is the vaccine does work. It is a good thing, and everybody should take it. Correct. Now, that's, that's one That's one option, yep. That, yeah. Uh, the other option is... It doesn't work very well, but the pharmaceutical companies want to make a buttload of money, <laughs> and um, so they're pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, uh, you know, another option is 
I mean, you can come up with tons of potential crazy options. Um, but uh, I don't want to go crazier than that. Um, <laughs> come because, on. Because, you know, all you have to do is just just go go to a few uh, uh, websites and they will you know i've talked to people that uh believe that this might be the actual mark of the beast and that if you um, take I, I, this I don't think vaccine, it is. i don't think it is um but they they actually believe that if you take this vaccine that uh there is no hope for you you will be eternally condemned so okay um, is it the vaccine they're saying that and and does it matter which kind cuz this the moderna and pfizer they because are they M- believe it changes your DNA. And uh, right, but, but that's mRNA, uh, mRNA vaccine, which technically is not a, a traditional vaccine. It doesn't give you right. the virus. It actually tries to train, retrain your body that if you get a virus like this, do this to it. And don't worry, it's fine. You know, w- once your body learns, it just sloughs that off and it doesn't have that in your body anymore. They've never once been able to successfully make an mRNA vaccine prior to this that did anything useful. So I don't know. <clears throat> um, Leah, your uh, empl- place of employment, is it going to become a mandatory product? Mm, not at this time. Has there been any talk about that at all? Nope. Hmm. What's no, the... We... uh. We had, I would say, 20% of our employees diagnosed with uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Two of them had symptoms that were nasty, and the rest of them, isolation was worse than the the symptoms. Really? We uh, mandated masks for about a week, and um, that lasted about a week. And Why? Then, just because the was it hard to do and people were, didn't the, want to do it or what, what was the reasoning to, to stop? The buy-in was not there. You know, there was most of the people wearing the mask already had it. So, mm. which my thought is, is if you actually have this thing, then maybe do it. You know, if you have to be out and about, do something to help contain. Well, is what there any regulation have? on those who have had it? Do they still have to get the vaccine? Uh, well, apparently, because one of the doctors in this town had it pretty bad recently and just got the shot this week. Or at least <laughs> at least on in the news and mm-hmm. on Facebook got the shot, got a shot. Which I, I don't understand the the science behind that one. I don't get that part. Well, a gal that I work with was exposed to these people that had COVID. She never had symptoms, never went home from work, no fever, no loss of taste. She gave blood the other day, type O blood, Mm -hmm. and it came back that she had antibodies. Really? My daughter had given blood, type O, came back that she had antibodies. Interesting. Both type O's, both have antibodies, both had no symptoms. I was exposed to those same people, and I never had any symptoms. 
I never had loss of taste, no fever. I would love to see what my blood type is <laughs> and if yeah. I have antibodies. Right. At this point, if you're going to mandate a vaccine, you're going to mandate mask wearing, are you going to mandate that to wash your hands after they go to the bathroom? Are you <laughs> well, gonna... who's going to police it at that point? Right. Where do you yeah. stop? Mm-hmm. If you mandate a mask, you mandate that they wear it properly. You mandate that they don't touch it and touch their eyes after they touch their mask. There's so many rules that you can't enforce. The mask is just a tiny tip of the iceberg. You can't enforce. You can't wear them twice. Once you wear them, you're supposed to dispose of them. Well, you're, not you're supposed only, to touch them. You're only supposed to wear them for what? Depending on where you're at, thirty minutes, an hour maybe at most, and then get rid of it. No one does this. It's goofy. There's absolutely more studies behind washing and hygiene that mm-hmm. that would uh, tremendously affect the spread of any virus the mask is just one of the 10 things well why can't we encourage building up your immune system as well absolutely there's nothing wrong with saying you need to start eating healthy and get some vitamins in you and and figure out how to be a healthier person and but what the governments have done is they shut down all the ways to do that gyms eh, can't go to a gym because that's dangerous you might kill someone Chances are you won't because there's been no evidence of a spread in a gym. Most people who are healthy, if they do get ill, they are less impacted. And most people with a brain, I think, maybe I'm wrong, most people with a brain, uh, when they're ill, they don't go wander about and cough on people and, you know, touch people when they're sick. There are probably a few. But at some point... (laughs) We have to understand that freedom is kind of a messy product. And we have to be willing to deal with that if we want it. Which then mandates are extremely messy. It's near impossible to control people's behaviors when they're out of sight. Well, and I've heard some churches recently, um, and even there's there's one in our town and in other states that I follow and got friends and family in other states around the country. Um you know, there's there's this idea that as a church, you need to mandate the mask. Well, what does that mean? So, yeah, you have your, do you, do you put sentries at the door and, and force, like force it on people or kick them out if they don't have it on? What do you do? How do you, I mean, even in a business, say you go to the grocery store, go into, you know, hardware store and they have a mask mandate. Do you kick them out? I know at Costco, they do. That they'll make you leave. You're not allowed to shop in their store unless you obey. And I'm, I guess I'm okay with that because they're a private company. They can do what they want. Um, I, I think that, f- it, well, if free speech, if the constant, if our constitutional um, protections extend into um, another person's private business, I think they have the right to do anything they want in their store. It, because if, if they can start mandating that I wear a mask and I can't be mad at them and I can't claim it's my First Amendment right, it's my right, then don't go to the store. But that also means that company should be able to discriminate. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, they already do. We got no shoes, no shirts, no service. I mean, that's kind of a thing that's standard. 
Uh, so they discriminate that way. What if I don't have shoes? Do I not get to, nope, sorry, you can't shop in my store. That's discrimination against the poor, perhaps. But that's acceptable. But if they want, if someone wants to discriminate and say, no men get to shop in here, no men can come in my store, that's not allowed. No women can shop in here. That's not allowed. But I can say no mask, or if you don't have a mask, you can't come in. And so the next step, naturally, in my mind, goes to prove that you have this vaccine. Because you can't walk in the door unless you have this. That's where I struggle a little bit. Because then it gets into a private company who the government tells them they have to service everybody, mostly. Well, now they get to tell me what I have to put inside my body in order to come in. So then can a gym owner say, you can't come here unless you are a healthy eater? Can they do that? No. Well, simplify it. Look at uh, if you get an accident on a parking lot of Walmart, mm-hmm. you turn in a police report. They can't do anything. They just acknowledge it and document it. But it's Because it's private property. It's private property. They can't even enforce government legislation from a legal standpoint on private property. So it's, it's a civil lawsuit at that point. So I'm, I'm thinking in, in that instance, what about um, handicapped parking spots? Is that only enforceable if the owner of the parking lot calls the police on that person? Or, is, or does that become, because this is open to the public, it's a public space even though it's private-owned, because, I mean, the ADA mandates certain number of parking spots for handicap and where they, where they go, how big they have to be, and, you know, how many you have to have. Does the, like, can a police officer just drive through a, a Target parking lot and then ticket people if they're, not, if they're in the wrong parking spot? I think they have to be asked to come on property. I don't think they police parking lots. I think they're policing public roads. That's probably where they should be. Right. Hmm. It appears that uh, <clears throat> David has left us for the moment. I, uh, I, I, I see no heartbeat. I mean, he's not dead. Pretty sure he's not dead. So we're okay there. Um, do you think, Lee, since you're here in studio with me, that there were, because you haven't been on any of these shows before, the, uh, the, the election, was it up and up? Was it honest? Was it no issue? Straight up, the result is the honest result. The result that we've heard. I believe there is a lot of gray area, and uh, I think there's a lot of suspicious activity in those counties, and the software, and the ballots, and stop the count and then the glitches that show tremendous votes for one party and it just seems a little suspicious and maybe it's happening for years and it's just more more obvious right now i personally believe there is a there is a lot of ballots that aren't validated they uh then have signatures, they're counted, the stop count, how many were counted twice, closed circuit cameras are finding boxes of ballots underneath tables and 
unsupervised ballots in the back of voting um, poll stations. All those ballots are always supposed to be supervised at all times. So there's just a lot of gray area there that just seems suspicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you back? What? Yeah, I'm I'm back. Oh, a, a certain uh, somebody uh, was on a uh, Facebook Messenger video. So I got to see uh, my grandson. Oh, 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 that's right. Happy New Year. Congratulations, Grandpa. Yeah. David is now a grandpa, and we can publish it to the world. Well, yeah. I th- we just did. So. <laughs> I guess that's an allowable excuse to escape. <laughs> but you're Sorry back. Good to job. go away. It's a quick two, two minutes. I saw him. Good job. Yep. Yay. Go. And then you left. I like it. <laughs> We've got bigger, important things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh um <clears throat> talking. Well, what were we talking about? Oh, the oh, if you mandate masks in a company, where do you stop? Do you know, do you ma- do you mandate how they wear them? Do you mandate, you know, what everything else? Do you mandate if they wash their hands in the bathroom? Because then <laughs> Well, hold on. This is job creation right here. Put sentries in the bathroom. Put them everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Sentries, guards. You mean like enforcement? Yeah. Uh, no company's going to do that. But, um, I mean, it's the same way. If you want to stop all uh, school shootings, you just make sure that you have several law enforcement officers constantly patrolling the grounds. So no, that's not true. Parkland, that's not true. Parkland had a guy. And well, he hung you out can't have outside. a you can't, can't have, have a godless wonder. <laughs> yeah, um, no cowards. <laughs> yeah, not somebody who's like a year away from retirement, <clears throat> um, unless they're willing to uh, actually. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so, where I work, where, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a mandate that everybody needs to wear a mask, um, but they don't enforce it. <clears throat> so, because they understand if they started enforcing that everywhere, people would start quitting. They have a hard enough time now to staff mm-hmm. enough people. So, That's the same so they'll that. wag the figure, finger at people, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Same thing at, at our work is uh, mandates where we're asked to for our employees to wear them, but if they didn't feel comfortable, um, we you know we didn't send them home. And same with customers if they came in, we didn't we asked them to wear masks and social distance, but if they didn't, we didn't we didn't handcuff them and take them out. You know, <laughs> yeah. They would be customers that much longer. After. <laughs> right. <laughs> However, we did allow our uh, some of our employees, if they didn't feel comfortable in a social environment, they felt if they felt like they would be compromised in a in a public establishment, that they could work from home. If they didn't feel comfortable being around people, they could they could elect to uh, social distance from a work perspective. 
I'm assuming that only some of those jobs would be able to be done like that. Absolutely. Since half of the work is has to be done in the building. Right. Gotcha. And some of them <clears throat> did take that option, and they worked from home, and, and they all actually got COVID, too. So. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> and then they came back? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a virus. It's airborne. Um, this, according to, it's from December 17, it was published on the South Dakota Public Broadcasting uh, website. Uh, headline, South uh, State Health Department promotes mask use and distancing, wait for it, after receiving the COVID vaccine. South Dakota health officials say even after people get a COVID-19 vaccine, they should continue mask use and distancing to prevent potential transmission. So uh, this is the thing that I was... I was wondering about, I'm assuming what they're saying is that after you get this vaccine, that you can still maybe catch it, not have, and be asymptomatic. Is that what the implication is? The state epidemiologist, Josh Clayton, says the vaccine is just one tool against the disease. He said vaccination should be used with other routines. Quote, we're still asking individuals whether they have not received any doses, received one dose, or received two doses of vaccine to make sure that they're taking precautions, which does still include maintaining physical distance of six feet when possible, wearing a mask when maintaining that distance is not possible, and making sure you have good cough and hand hygiene, as well as cleaning high-touch surfaces. South Dakota is distributing 7,800 doses of the Pfizer vaccine to healthcare workers working in a COVID unit or long-term care facility. According to the Department of Health, 1,106 doses have been administered in South Dakota. So he's saying all? this is only a one step, one step, one part of this. Why is this then? If this is only one part of this fight war on this disease, why is this the thing that's going to bring us back to a normal, according to Comrade Walls and everyone else? Well, yeah, obviously it's not. Right. Um, but never the, uh, what was the pretext, or not the pretext, but what was the reason for wearing a mask by that epidemiologist? That's only the one quote in this story, so I don't know. Okay. Well, no, uh, it, it's because the vaccine is only, he said, uh, whether you have none Two, one or two doses, which two is the mat. You're done at that point. Um, make sure you're taking, we're taking precautions because um, it's still, let's see, he said it's just one tool against the disease. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense. He, he didn't say the reason why. He just said do it without really telling you, giving you the reason why. Why are you questioning the state epidemiologist? Because uh, that's what we do, huh? <laughs> but it, you're not it supposed se- to. It seems to me that the only w- w- way that that would make sense mm-hmm. is if you, if what they're saying about the vaccine is true, mm-hmm. that it tricks your um, your cells to produce. Uh, proteins, which your body will identify as an invader mm-hmm. and create antibodies to attack the proteins. Um, and that protein is the same protein 
that is on the outside of the uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. virus so that when it sees the virus, it'll also see the protein and will attack the virus. Well, the theory, that's what, the theory is it, it's supposed to train the body to at that spike protein and find that thing and get rid of it. And yeah, so but, the hope is the hope is that it will do that when it sees the virus with yes. which is presented with that pokey thing. Yes. The spike protein they claim. Yeah. And so uh if you take this vaccine, you're not going to get it, get get COVID nineteen. You're not going to get sick from COVID nineteen from this virus. That's the claim because there is no virus in this vaccine. Unlike right. a traditional vaccine, which is parts of the virus itself. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if that is the case, um, and people have said, people in the know, epidemiologists have said that they can't guarantee that you couldn't transmit the virus <laughs> right. after, after mm-hmm. you, you got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. The only way that's possible is if you catch the virus, you actually do get COVID-19. and I. I don't know. I guess the the vaccine or your well, the protections are, don't do anything. They don't actually get rid of that product. Or while your body is attacking the viruses, you might not have any symptoms, but you'll still shed virus and be asymptomatic. Right. Right. And that's what we read. Ten million people in the study that never happened. So. Yes. Yes. So how are we I think, to believe I th- anything we're being told? I think the point is, if you're asymptomatic... <laughs> Which the, is everybody. Vi- yeah, well, your the viruses aren't just, like, leaping out of your body. The reason they leap out of your body is because they're uh, you're coughing or you Talking, have a... No, where, no, if you don't have a mask on, they leap out of your body. If you have a mask on, they don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you can breathe, you can spread the the virus. It's like fog in a mirror. Well, it it's it has to do with the viral load. If you don't have a, a mm-hmm. high viral load, right? Um, even if you do have, even if you um, exhale, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be enough to um, get you sick. Well, and that because you need the, the, a yeah. certain amount of inoculum in order to get sick. Correct, and that that's the point and the issue with the. PCR test as a test for illness because it's designed to just find out what's in your body no matter the amount of it because you can crank that baby up run enough cycles and you'll find just about anything you want in everyone yeah and so but what they don't can't tell you supposedly according to several different people that I've listened to about the PCR test including the guy who made it um it, it doesn't give you the viral load it doesn't give you how much it doesn't say if you are infectious at all it just says yep we found this thing in your body you know because we we multiplied it by a billion in order to find it but that's okay we found it so you now are dangerous to society you're gonna kill grandma and if you go outside you will be a murderer that's what we're being fed with that's the line we're fed Right. Based on information that we may not ever be sick, we not we may not. Just like Lee, you said, 
people that you know never were, had any anything, and all of a sudden they have the the proof apparently that they did have it at one point, and their body dealt with it. So what in the world? My my wife, uh, her boss, when he came to work where she works, mm-hmm. had a antibody test that showed that he had ta- that he had gotten COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he has no recollection of ever being sick of it, and then about the, uh, the sick time with that, it. He's probably sick yeah, of it. Sick with it. Yeah, sick with it. And then uh, around the time that we got sick with it, he tested positive, but he didn't have any symptoms. Hmm. So he was home for two weeks with no symptoms, mm-hmm. while we had the fever and the you know the rest of it. Um, so. According to the eggheads in charge, mm-hmm. he is the reason why after you've gotten it once, you'll get it a second time. And if you get it a second, uh, and so everybody who's gotten it needs to have a vaccine mm-hmm. because supposedly he had gotten it twice, even though he had no symptoms either time. Ah, <clears throat> so there's still no evidence that you can get it twice. Well, I I think it depends upon assumptions. Well, the um, so if you're assuming that every test is accurate, the mother-in-law of someone that I'm related to, not mine, but another you know, mother-in-law, had supposedly with with illness, uh, the COVID nineteen, and uh, re- recovered. You know, the CDC says what ten days. So what, after symptoms start, you're no longer um, infectious, so you can then go about your business. Right. Um, well, family was planning to come to Christmas, and so as a precaution, uh, this lady decided, I'm going to go get uh, retested just to make sure that we're safe. Went and got a test, positive. So now what do you do? Take the test again. St- right, <laughs> but still positive. So I mean, take it again. Do you do you then <laughs> run run through the quarantine again? Are you only and now they do say like I've heard some of the local doctors say, well, you know, once you've had it, you don't need another test for for ninety days. And my presumption is because it's going to show you're positive. I don't know. Well, my wife, uh, where she works, mm-hmm. um, she gets tested twice a week. Really? Yeah. And if she hadn't gotten it, she'd be tested every day of the week. Oh, so she okay, Five okay. Days so a week. she got this. She had it, right? Yep. She hasn't tested positive since then. Huh. So maybe her her test was inaccurate the first time, or was she ill? No, she was. She had a fever for on and off for two weeks. Hmm. Body pains. Um. I didn't have the fever as long, but I had a high fever. Yeah. I had a lot of uh, body aches. Um, At the end of the day, you shut down the world economy to say to stay safe and to stay healthy. Exactly. To save six, seven lives. I mean, how many? What? There's a risk to going to work every day. Well, I think then you, they would say, "Well, well." I mean, my my thought is. You Say have to that be able to the family uh, yes. of the person who yes. died. has the empty chair at Christmas. That's right. Remember Grandpa's chair? It's empty now. Next year we're going to have a lot of those, according to Joe Biden. Um, 
if you're going to say that by doing this, we're going to save this, you got to be able to prove that. And they can't. You cannot prove that by locking down, we're going to save so many lives. Because you, you have to then weigh how many lives you're going to lose that you wouldn't have lost because of now isolation, suicide, abuse, uh, overdosing, all kinds of crazy that will Cannibalism. Happen. Well, that too. And how, how much uh, life uh, life-altering illness is misdiagnosed or not diagnosed at all because you can't go to the hospital because we don't do elective anything anymore. So how much cancer got missed? How much heart disease got missed? How, much, how many heart attacks that could be prevented because they found stress or they would have found stress in a routine visit that they didn't find? So three, four, five, ten years down the road, we're going to have a mass casualty of people that will have died due to the, these... these um, uh, safety measures that were put in place. And nobody's going to be held accountable for that. Right. And that makes me mad. Well, at least I have friends in healthcare. And for those four or five months throughout the summer, when there wasn't uh, a heavy load in the ICU and the, and the, the, the beds available for, for inpatient, all that activity that would have normally been you know mm-hmm. spread over time mm-hmm. many of those six people waited to the last minute to come in oh so then there was an services. influx of them so 80 percent of the beds that were occupied for inpatient were not covid related from a diagnosis but it's covid related because they're asked to mm-hmm. hunker down and stay home and their fear of leaving Mm -hmm. the house so all those people that were super sick didn't come out until october november and they flooded the the healthcare system along with the covid patients that were diagnosed they said uh 80 percent of the inpatient beds were not covid related from a diagnosis now how many of those people who came in and as a routine check that they do now you get tested had had this got a positive test and now all of a sudden they were in there for covid but not because they were in there for covid they were in there for a knee surgery but they just happened to test positive and so now they're chalked up as a covid patient even though they weren't going in there for that reason mm-hmm. here's another one uh uh one of my bosses got it he said that he had shortness of breath when he'd walk across the room and stuff he recovered He's fine right now. But if he went to the hospital with shortness of breath, he immediately would have been probably sent to ICR. Okay. Um, and then he would have been one of the statistics of all the people of the ICR beds filled up, even though he survived at home. What do you mean? Meaning they're going to, which is not unreasonable they are going to give you a higher standard of care mm-hmm. than if the covid wasn't going on and you went to the uh to the er and you said i'm sick i have a fever and i have shortness of breath they would do a chest x-ray if you didn't have pneumonia They'd give you probably an albuterol puffer, maybe a nebulizer treatment, antibiotics, send you home. Now, they'll send you to ICR, uh, intensive care unit, Mm -hmm. 
um, because you have COVID, the COVID intensive care unit. Whereas normally they might have just sent you home with antibiotics. So my point is it makes it look like the intensive care units are chock full of people, mm -hmm. like they are two breaths away from death. Right. <clears throat> when actually what they're doing is is they're giving them a higher level of care potentially. Mm -hmm. And this isn't everybody, but some of them, higher level of care than they actually needed simply because they had COVID rather than the flu, rather than pneumonia from a cold or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it'll amplify the statistics and make it look worse than it actually is. But according to CNN Health, overflowing hospital morgues, increased 911 wait times, beds only opening when patients die, hospitals in California, where almost all of the state's 40 million residents are living under stay-at-home orders, are seeing historic stress points. The surge of new coronavirus cases and hospitalizations is pushing hospitals in Los Angeles County to the brink of catastrophe, a top health official said. To the north in Santa Clara, one doctor said, What we are seeing now is not normal. Every day since November 7, COVID-19 hospitalizations in California have increased. As of Thursday, 21,449 COVID patients were in hospital beds throughout the state, with more than 4,500 in those of those in intensive care. And that's my point of what I just said. <laughs> right. But you, this panic. Fear it's in panic. the streets. I, um... One of the uh, uh, Minneapolis news stations, they they were uh, they were showing different healthcare providers talking about COVID, and one of them was a nurse, and she said uh, that she went to work at this ICR, and it's she uh, the the sickest people she'd ever uh, worked with were these COVID patients. And I'm thinking, really, <laughs> you're a nurse. <laughs> and you've been a nurse maybe several years. And before the COVID, you never dealt with sick people that have died. <clears throat> um, and so she was crying on camera while she was saying this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So people will see that and immediately assume that people are sicker than they normally are, mm -hmm. that people are worse off than they normally are, which is part of the whole propaganda. Well, <clears throat> let me tell you some propaganda that we, that's being pushed by a local hospital that you're familiar with very intimately right this moment, uh, it, just across the border from me. Is it an animal <laughs> hospital? No. <laughs> um, this was shared by our doctor, our, 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 our good doctor across the border. Um, oh, okay. And this is, it says, this is our very own, um, do, well, another doctor. Uh, with her permission, this other doctor gets to share this post by this other doctor at this institution. Um, just because, I, I will not say names, but here's what it is. It's a photograph of the, this doctor with her vaccine record card. With her stuff on it, her name and her uh, 
the 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 load of virus uh, 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 vaccine she got, uh, and it said, hashtag I got vaccinated. I did this not only for me, but for my little girl on the way today and my family. So she's pregnant, twenty two weeks and five days at this point. Um. The complications and effects of COVID I have seen and treated firsthand outweighs the possible unknown risk of the vaccine. Is that wow. not the most ignorant oh. statement I've, you've wow. ever heard from a trained medical doctor? Yeah. Yeah. I cannot believe this. I cannot believe it. And then <laughs> wow. she goes on to say the wow. ACOG recommends vaccination for pregnant and breastfeeding moms based on current evidence of COVID infection and the vaccine. This virus is real, and I'm happy to do my part to protect myself and others from it. What, wow. uh, what a dangerous thing to say from, the do from a doctor position to say, oh, the complications and effects of COVID I've seen and treated firsthand, which means I'm smarter than you and I know better, outweighs any possible unknown risk. That is the most dumb thing I've ever heard in my life. No, I don't think it's the dumbest well, thing. That's darn think. close. <laughs> really? I uh, think... So, something I've seen, and maybe even... Un uh, well, I don't know if she's seen death from this, but maybe. The possible unknown risk of vaccine, which will, can, and does include death, is not, not nearly worse. No, nope, not worse. So it, it wouldn't be worse if... 20% of the people who get the vaccine in 10 years die of cancer. No. That's not worse. Not worse. Nope. Than nope. the less than 1%. Yep. And the fatality. unknown risk to a pregnant, like the, the baby in utero, there's an unknown risk because they don't in include these people in the vaccine trial. They didn't. Well, I mean. So this lady's I, I doing think... it to protect her baby. Bull crap. She's doing it to protect her baby. Well, I mean. It's ignorance. You don't know. It's I, ignorance. You, it's, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a tremendous amount of arrogance there, but when she went to medical school, she, w it was drilled in her head to believe anything that, that the ACOG that the says, paper yes. says, and yes. that I'm, I'm sorry, the peer reviewed studies and whatnot have said. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if they said it, then she's going to believe it mm -hmm. because for however long that's, if you're going to pass you have to believe everything that you're being told. So it's, you know, it's a form of brainwashing. I mean, for sure. Now, she might be right. Uh -huh. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what the long-term side effects are. Maybe there won't be any. But, I know, but for her to claim the exactly, unknown, exactly. it's way worse than the unknown risk. And here's, How here's, dumb. The, here's the thing. Here's the thing that, that is kind of disturbing. She didn't have to say that. No. She could have said something right. else. Yes. Yep. But to say that is it's a direct um, intimidation tactic to anyone that would question. Look at me. I'm an educated doctor and I'm smarter than you. And I know that this is worse than any possible side effect. So just shut up and take your shot. We need to yep. retitle this show. <laughs> It's crazy. What about that uh, ivermectin or whatever it's called? That uh... is that the uh, the um, the what's it called? The therapeutic that they have? 
Yes. Antibody therapy. Something, or, yeah. But there's, there's not enough. There's I a. Mean, why didn't they fast forward some of the, the trials and the, in the research on some of these, prophylactic, preventative type of. Here's here's what I heard, and I could be wrong, but I heard this from uh, a acclaimed doctor. Um. The FDA will not approve a vaccination for trial if there is already over-the-counter remedies for this thing. And that was the, the reasoning, apparently, behind the panic over hydroxychloroquine. Holy crap, we can't do that. It's cheap. It's already out there. It's, it's effective. I mean, it, it's, the side effects are minimal. It's been there for how many decades? Um, can't have that. Because if there's something on the books as a, as, as a remedy that fixes this thing, there's no way you can get a vaccine approved. Because there's no need for one. Oh, I see. Sure. Which, it sounds reasonable if, that, if, if it happens. You know, that sounds like a reasonable solution. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that is a reasonable because th- this is... Um... Well, but if it could cost $8 or 10 or whatever... And you and you're done. You get symptoms and you're done. It wipes it out in 24 hours. There's no reason to get a shot. Oh sure. For, oh for sure. For sure. I what mean, are these high profile guys that had it before the vaccine? What were they taking? Wasn't it like a infusions and blood? Uh, what's the things What's and... the one for malaria? Well, uh, quinine. Not quinine. Uh, hydroxy- that's what well, hydroxychloroquine was something I, I had I had malaria when I lived in Africa and um, the fix was three shots of quinine over the course of two days I think it cost about eight dollars over there um, and it was gone it, it lasted I don't know I think total maybe about 10 days I was ill I was deathly ill early on before I got quinine but then once I got quinine, it I mean, literally, it turns that thing around just like that. That's cool. Uh, I went to search for the ACOG.org, which is the Academy for uh, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecologists, which is who this other doctor quoted as saying they recommend vaccination for pregnant and breastfeeding moms. Uh, I went there. This is the latest update, December 21, which actually this lady posted this before the 19th of December. <clears throat> so the summary of key information and recommendations for vaccinating pregnant and lactating patients against COVID-19. This from the ACOG, which is what this lady quoted. And I don't know. I haven't read this, so it's possible they'll come out. So, um, COVID-19 vaccine development and regulatory approval are rapidly progressing. Thus, information and recommendations will evolve as more data are collected about these vaccines and their use in specific populations. This practice advisory is intended to be an overview of current available COVID-19 vaccines and guidance for use in pregnant and lactating patients. Uh, the the U.S. F, the FDA issued an emergency youth authorization for the following vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna, those two. Um, after an explicit evidence-based review, I like that they have to put that in there, that it's evidence-based. Um, that's like telling someone, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth about this. Okay. <laughs> so you're lying to me. 
So after an explicit evidence-based review of all available data, the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, the ACIP, issued interim recommendations for use of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine in persons aged greater than 16 years of old um, for the prevention of COVID-19 and the use of Moderna vaccine in persons aged greater than 18 years old or equal to great, either, either 18 or older. Uh, ACOG recommends that COVID-19 vaccines should not be withheld from pregnant individuals who meet criteria for vaccination based on ACIP recommended priority groups. COVID-19 vaccines should be offered to lactating individuals similar to non-lactating individuals when they meet criteria for receipt of the vaccine based on prioritization groups outlined by the ACIP. Individuals considering a COVID-19 vaccine should have access to available information, should, of course, should be they will have, about the safety and efficacy of the vaccine, including information about the data that are not available. What? A conversation between the patient and their clinical team may assist with decisions regarding the use of vaccines approved under the EUA uh, emergency use authorization for the prevention of COVID-19 by pregnant patients. Uh, important considerations include the following. The level of activity of the virus in the community, the potential efficacy of the vaccine, the risk and potential severity of maternal-ish disease, uh, including the effects of disease on the fetus and newborn, the safety of the vaccine for the pregnant patient and the fetus, while a conversation with a clinician may be helpful, it should be it should not be Oh brother. While a conversation with a clinician may be helpful, it should not be required prior to vaccination, as this may cause unnecessary barriers to access. Just oh, shut up and take the shot. Well, I yeah, that's the excuse that they're using. But ba basically they're saying uh, there's not enough, you know, nurse practitioners or doctors or physician's assistants out there for everybody to ask questions about. <clears throat> so shut up and take the shot. Vaccines yeah. currently available under EUA have not been tested in pregnant women. Therefore, there are no safety data specific to use in pregnancy, but take it anyway. See, uh, pregnancy testing should not be a requirement prior to receiving any EUA-approved COVID-19 vaccine. Pregnant patients who decline vaccination should be supported in their decision. Hello. What? Should be supported. No, they shouldn't. No, sorry. They should just take the shot and shut up. They have to say this because in two, two dots above, they said there's no evidence that it's safe in pregnancy. So they have to say this. Yeah, but they know it's safe. I thought, Re I thought that was already established. Well, regardless of their decision to receive or not receive the vaccine, these conversations provide an opportunity to remind patients about the importance of other prevention measures, such as hand washing, physical distancing, and wearing a mask. Expected side effects should be explained as part of the counseling patients, uh, including... That they are a normal brother. 
Expected side effects should be explained as part of counseling patients, including that they are a normal part of the body's reaction to the vaccine, developing antibodies to protect against COVID-19 illness. So, uh, if I get uh, Bell's palsy, let's say. Mm-hmm. No, that's just normal. The normal part of your body fighting this off. Uh, let's say I get an autoimmune disease that now lives with me forever. You know, that's normal. Just normal. Thank uh, you. The mRNA vaccines are not live virus vaccines, nor do they use an adjuvant to enhance vaccine efficacy. These vaccines do not enter the nucleus and do not alter human DNA in vaccine recipients. As a result, mRNA vaccines cannot cause any genetic changes. How can... They're, they're, they're telling your body, the cells in your body, to do something different and to, and to, to act differently. How is that not, so, at some level, altering something? Now, maybe it won't give you a third eye when you have the next child, but maybe it will for three or four generations down the road. There's no evidence against that. Well, well I think it, in and of itself, if what they're saying is true, it is... Um, Yeah. Now that you th- now that you mentioned it, how long will it take for any of these vaccines to be administered, and then to identify some fallout from health mm-hmm. or from? There are some vaccines that took ten, fifteen years to develop. You know. Well, and no, I'm, I'm saying like from a, from we are administering this now, and a year from now we see birth defects. <laughs> are, are they going to correlate? Right. Is it going? Well, there's no way they're going to blame it on that. So and there's I, no there's no recourse either. No, not at all. Well, there's not with was, any vaccine, but but I think it was with uh, polio. There was a huge increase in um, cancer. I thought it was. One of the polio vaccines back in the fifties or sixties. <clears throat> hmm. It's like the Agent Orange used over in Vietnam. You know, all those people are just riddled with cancer. You know, but it wasn't Agent Orange. Don't talk about it. Right? Couldn't have been that. It was all the cigarettes they smoked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Available data suggests that symptomatic pregnant patients in COVID nineteen or with COVID nineteen are at increased risk of more severe illness with non-pregnant peers. Although the absolute risk for severe COVID-19 is low, these data indicate an increased risk of ICU admission. I wonder what the increased risk is. From 1% to 2%? From no percent to half a percent? Yeah. Need for medical ventilation and uh, ventilatory support? The death reported in pregnant women with symptomatic COVID-19 infection oh, and death. Uh, when compared with symptomatic non-pregnant women, uh, pregnant patients with comorbidities such as obesity and diabetes have been at high, even higher risk of severe illness consistent with the general population uh, with similar comorbidities. Blah, blah, blah. Further risk of ICU admission was higher for pregnant Asian and native Hawaiian Pacific Islander individuals. These disparities are due to a range of social and structural factors. All right. Well, we could go on for days, but 
I don't know if we'll ever. Well, okay. It will be fun in one year. Fun. Horrible. One year, five years to look back and go, hmm, what did we get wrong and what did we get right? Well, if it turns out this actually is the mark of the beast, it, it won't be fun. No, no, it won't. No, 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 it won't. <laughs> that, that won't be. You're, you're absolutely correct. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we can um, agree on that, right? Shockingly. Shockingly, because we never agree on anything on this show. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's 2021. Uh, hope, we're, we're hoping with this show to uh, actually move it to a weekly, weekly show. So we will be working on some data there. Uh, David Allen show at gmail.com is the inter uh, email address. If you have questions, comments, if you go to David and you click into the latest episode button, there is a donate button in there. If you get value out of this show, if you like what we do or, or not no, no, if you like what we do and you want us to continue, which we, we like what we're doing, but if you want to help us make this even better, uh, you can donate there and, and choose the amount of value that you think is worth to you. And if if you really hate the show, if you give us enough money, we'll stop doing it. So, ooh, I like that. You could pay <laughs> pay, pay us off. Is that it? Yeah, hmm. yeah. We'll have to try yeah. that. Yeah, I'm you know for what? sale. Let's see. We now we don't we have not established that ceiling yet. But try, yeah, we, try yeah. us, try us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lee, thanks for joining us in this crazy uh, one really one topic show. Um. It was fun. You'll have to come back, maybe. I think we should talk about World Trade Centers. <laughs> WTC7 just won't go away. <laughs> um, this is the David Allen Show. Uh, David has to run and get out of here. Um, congrats on being a grandpa. Yes. I mean, you're way too young to be that. Is this uh-huh. your first grandpa experience, or is this? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, DavidAllenShow.com. Uh, again, if you have any uh, questions, comments, or I don't know, whatever, give us a call. Call. Don't call me. Email. <laughs> call David. All right. Have a good one. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, any last thoughts before we go over there in the in the other world, the communist? world no okay doodles yeah nice perfect (laughs) all right have a great day we'll see you all um another time amaranth mechanical illusion